Hello and welcome back to my sporting podcast. Today the topic of discussion is going to be the development process from grassroots rugby to academy level um, with specifically within Gloucester rugby team. Um, today my guest is Lewis Collins if you'd like to say hello. Hello I'm Lewis Collins. I'm going to be talking about my story from grassroots rugby to academy level. Um, so if you want to start by giving us a little bit of your background of rugby, so like your grassroots team, who you started playing with? Well, I started playing with Breeden Rugby in in Evesham. Uh, de- decent little de- decent little village, little club side. It's good fun out there. Strong side. Have you got one specific memory from Breeden that sticks out um, for you? Probably playing at King's Home in the final this year, which we did uh, unfortunately lose in. But for me, that's got to be my uh, favourite thing to do between Breeden and Rugby Club. Do you think that given the opportunity to play at King's Home kind of not sparked your interest more, but gave you a bit more reasoning to want to get into the academy? So you... um, can kind of see what it's like to play at that stadium. Yeah, after playing at King's Home, you just see how rugby could develop and what you could do in the future to be playing there week in, week out. It just drives you on to do more. Um, you also, before the interview, told me you played for your school teams. Um, tell me a little bit about your school team and how it differs from breeding as grassroots. So school teams can be very different. I play for Cleve School, which is just a state school, which usually aren't very well known for their rugby. So when I joined, I was thinking we could get quite high, quite high standard. But I turned up on that first training session and there was about three of us that played rugby outside of school. Now, after speaking to a few of my friends who go to uh, Tommy Ritchie's, which is a very well-known school for good rugby, and then private schools like Dean Close and Cheltenham College, I could see there was a very big difference between state school level and private schools. So when I first joined, I thought, oh, I just want my team to be good. I don't want to lose every uh, week because I just want to win. So after playing teams like Tommy's and getting quite a few points scored against us, I wanted to develop my school team, which we did manage to do. In year eight and nine, we got a new coach and we went on a six or seven game unbeaten streak. And then we did play Tommy's on the last game of the season. Uh, We did lose, but it was a better standard to when we first played them. Would you say that playing with school helped develop your skills for them breeding as well, or the other way around? Yeah, school did help because, because you've not got the same quality players around you. You have got to try and make things out of nothing and do things that you wouldn't usually do on a Sunday with your local club for school. Um, so regarding the trial so, um, or like selection process for the Gloucester Academy, how did the trial come about or the selection process come like known to you? So I already knew that in year eight, I think, at December time, the school put through two players to train with one of the five camps of Gloucester Development Programme and I did get put through that way. I know you can be put through through your club but at at Breeden you get put forward to Worcester Rugby Club which I didn't get put forward to but um, I was going to pick Gloucester either way. 
And after that happened, I knew I had to take rugby even more serious than I was before. But after that selection was, I think my first training session was in January, end of January. And we just met the first camp and I was playing with about seven, well, about 40, 50 other boys. And then I knew there was four other, other Gloucester development programmes, one in Hereford, one at Hartbury, and one in Gloucester Churchdown. So I knew it was going to be hard competition if I wanted to get put forward through to the academy two years later. Did you feel very overwhelmed? Like, what were your emotions when you turned up and you, you saw all these other boys in the exact same position as you? Well, on that first week when you turn up, you're, well, you're happy to hear that you're through to the first thing, but to turn up against boys which are the same level, if not better than you, it is a bit, you've got to be a bit nervous before that first session. And I think it took me a good three or four sessions to properly get to the player standard that I wanted to be playing at. Um, how long would you say the process was from the first training session to where you are um, at the end when you find out whether you're going to make it through to the academy or not? So it was just under two years. So I found out about a month and a half ago and I was playing since January two years ago or a year and a bit ago. So I knew I just had to put my shifts in and I knew in the second year of the the programme you play against the other Gloucester development centres. So when it got to that, the second half of the year, I knew I had to play well or I was not getting picked. So what position in rugby do you play, just to make it clear? Well, I was playing fly-off for school, inside centre for club, and, well, majority just inside centre. And I'm not a very big player, so I knew 12 wasn't going to be that position I played. But now, after I've played at Gloucester, I've moved to full-back and can cover on the wing. But I do prefer full-back as wingers just not as involved was there a lot of competition for this specific spot there was a bit at my centre but then I realised at other centres there was another three full backs that are going to be wanting to get in so I knew I had to compete by probably about 12 full backs I knew about two or three would get get picked um, do you feel like the the amount of competition for this one spot helped you become a better Rebel player, did it help you feel like you were able to showcase your skills better to the Gloucester coaches? It actually helped me to develop, I thought, and want to be a better player instead of just knowing what level I think I can make. So there is another fullback who is plays for a team out in Gloucester for club level, and I knew when we played them, he was going to be the boy that if I, if I was a better player than him, I would definitely have a good chance of getting in because I knew he was a very skilled player and he actually did get through to the academy as well as me. We were the two out of three fullbacks to get through. So to look up to him and know what he was doing was a good was a good level to reach, to drive for. So as you just said, the outcome for you was that you did um, eventually get through to the um, academy for Gloucester. Um, tell me about when you found out and how you feel. Well, I had a little idea about getting through. So I played my final academy centre against the other against the other Gloucester development programmes centres, and I played them. And I thought the first two didn't go too well, but that third one I played probably one of my best rugby games in. And 
I knew I had to wait about a month and a half, two months to see if I was in. But I got a, an early email. I got added to this early group and it was a an academy match. So all the boys, there was 20 of us picked from all Gloucester centres to play at different academies. Like we played Bath, Exeter, London Irish and I think Wasp might have been there. And that did give me quite a lot of confidence to believe that I had got picked. Um, so now you're waiting, you're like a few weeks away from pre-season starting for your first season with Gloucester Academy. Um, what are your like expectations going in to pre-season? Um, I've got a few friends in the year above me that have played for the academy and done that pre-season. And all I know is I'll be doing a lot of running in uh, two weeks' time. <laughs> I've got a talk on the 31st to learn what what this year of Gloucester Academy is about and what it will lead to. And then I have training in just just over two weeks. So pre-season... It's exciting think, time. Yeah, I think it's twice or three times a week training, twice pre-season, three in, in season. So I'm looking forward to it. So... Overall, in many years to come, what is your long-term goal that you are hoping to achieve from this? Well, I'm, my, my dream would to be to play, to, to make it through the whole academy centre and make it through to that first team. But I'm just going to take it trainer session by trainer session, hope to be not dropped and pick for the next next setup. Is there a cutting process within the academy team? Like, after this season, will there be cuts made? There's cuts in the season, so we have this pre-season... And I, th- there's, I think we get set a gym target and a playing standard target. And uh, I think so. I think nine, 90 boys have been picked for this. I think it gets cut down to 60, 70 after pre-season. So that's just got to be my next day is get through pre-season and get through to the next stage. Right, well, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Hopefully we'll have you again soon. Yeah, hopefully see me on that pitch one day. <laughs>